Good afternoon to another weekly edition of our fantasy football podcast. Still haven't uh, got any name ideas, although I'm starting to think I'm just going to generate a bunch, put them to the group and we'll just vote on them. Seems seems good, but I might also do it the hard way by like making you all fill out a survey with some like words that you use to describe what pleasure you get out of fantasy football and I'll make her a thing. Well, maybe we'll just call it short benches because that's the uh, that's the redeeming feature of this uh, this league. Um, I'm doing this on the way to pick up both boys and the weather can only dis- be described as pants. It is windy, I'm getting rained on, but I'm doing a podcast as well. So... Um gonna do a quick roundup of the week's week four action. So we spoilers, we only have one undefeated team left in the league. Um we still have plenty of us on negative records and barely barely break even records, but we'll go down the full slate. So international tank engines Probably thrash congestion charges. 148 to 94. Turbo's tight end lost their undefeated status to the Royston Rockets in a closely fought affair. 116 to 110. Peck and Rhinos knocked off, no, sorry, kept building their positive record, um, beating Coos Who's Who um, in what was probably their best performance of the year. In, decent scoring of 122 unfortunately not enough to take out 154 by the Peckham Rhinos then we had our highest scoring affair which was Bradley's deflated balls falling to these side punishers um, 162 to 143 and then unforced errors took it out over the misfiring RB1 season returns. We'll see if the RB1 season still happens. Um, and then the Surbiton Starhawks beat the No Hopes in the undefeated matchup of the week to claim the only 4-0 team of the league. Well done, Starhawks. So we've got... We've now got still four teams on positive records and the rest of us on 50 or less. So that's a, that's a fun aspect of the week. So the waiver wire was interesting today because it kind of... I don't want to say it was like a damn squib, but it was definitely not a vintage waiver adding day with with a lot of defences taken only maybe not the kind of highest priority players getting the highest priority kind of action and this is amazing I think there's a foot race happening right next to me yes got two runners on the starting block they're running they're off Oh, runner on the left is fading up. It's only a 20-minute spread. 
looked like a basic tie to me. Um, <laughs> this is the the joys of the street podcast. Um, but I'm going to just pick out some things that I think went really well. So I I do wonder if these high priorities being kind of burned on tight ends and defenses. I mean, I guess you do what you need to do, but I think congestion charges probably got a steal picking up uh, Mike Bone at third priority. Um, dropping Taysom Hill for anyone looking for the extreme volatility in your tight end start. Um, I might go for that a bit later. Um, so, of course, Javonta Williams is down for, I'm not sure if it's a season or at least for a while. So, it's either Mally Gordon or Mike Boone or some sort of two-headed monster between them. And then, I think Unforced Error is picking up Latavius Murray. It's a nice pickup with um, Kamara being unknown what's going on there. Um, and running backs always being needed. Um, and then you have some nice kind of late late waiver pickups. Um, Corey Davis from the Jets. Yeah. Alec Pierce from Indiana. I mean, I was surprised that... Uh, is it Mike Collins? Matt Collins? The, uh, the Raiders boy is still available and out there on the network but otherwise it was just a bunch of defensive teams cycling and poor Mike clearly had three t- three players he put in for but you know that's what happens when you've got a winning record Mike you miss out on all the players three claims no players which is kind of lovely and hilarious really um, cool so then looking Looking at the standings then in each league, just looking, so we've got the three the three divisions, West, Central and East. We've got Peckham Rhinos and Tibbo's tight ends sitting at the top of the West, both on three and one. We've got the Starhawks really out in front of the Central division, four and oh. Closest is Bryn on Unforced Errors with 2-2. Two and two. And then you've got the No Hopes out in front of the East with the Punishers and the Tanked Engines chasing it 2-2. Two and two. So that's the starting point going into the week. And then in terms of the matchups, so I did have a look at this before I was only on mobile, so see if I can remember some of the fun things. But we have the international tank engines taking on the 4-0 Starhawks. Um, and I think the interesting match here was this is Patrick Mahomes versus Lamar Jackson. So the two historically premium quarterbacks going up against each other. There's also some sort of nice matchups. You've got Tyreek Hill versus Stefan Diggs. You've got Nick Chubb versus Kareem Hunt, all of which I think are quite fun potential matchups. Then we've got the Royston Rockets over the Coos Coo. Um, 
I need to check that one. Is that still a division match? Because we should be out of division matches now. So we should be in inter-division matches this week. So if that's not right, I might have to start modifying the season now. But I'll, I'll assume it is now. Um, and yeah, so it's the, the great the great kind of uh, fringe franchise quarterback battle of Matthew Stanford versus Kirk Cousins. Um, I have a, have a kind of good-looking ones as you've got all the good wide receivers on Coos Coos. Jamar Chase and Devontae Adams. Um, versus not all that much on Royston Rockets, really. Um, no, no other big position battles there, I think. I think Royston will be looking for a big game from Aaron Jones. Peck and Rhinos takes on the tight ends. No, this must be the last. Because they're definitely in the... No, they're not. Oh, I'm definitely losing my shit. I don't know who's on which division yet. So we've got Josh Allen versus Justin Herbert. We've got running backs on double tight inside versus wide receivers on the Peckham Rhinos. Um, be interesting which unit kind of comes out ahead there. Um, and then we've got Eastside Punishers versus the Unforced Errors. Some of these are definitely not divisional, so I need to check, because we should all be kind of in sync on playing our divisional rounds at the same time, so it all matches up at the end. That works, doesn't it? Um, so, interesting matchups here. I think Christian McCaffrey versus Austin Eckler, really interesting matchup. Um see how that goes we've got the Green Bay receiver of choice will it be Alan Lazard, will it be Romeo Dobbs Unforced Errors is on Dobbs Eastside Punishers on Lazard and then RB1 season versus the congestion charges where are the interesting things we've got I'm really struggling to find the kind of quality points of your uh, team here. RB1 season. Um, let's go with Kyle Pitts versus Mark Andrews. You know, the superstar versus the actual star. Um, see how that kind of plays out. And then the No Hopes take on Bradley's Deflated Balls. Um, oh, and this is Kyler Murray versus Joe Burrow. So... The mobile quarterback that does everything versus the pocket passer who does it so well. Um, and then a kind of mixed bag of... Oh, do we have the stack? No, we have the reverse stack. So we have T. Higgins on the no-hopers. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what that... Um, if T. Higgins is the beneficiary of Joe Burrow's balls or not, if that works out for the No Hopers. Um, and then some decisions, I guess, on 
some returns from injuries on those players. Okay. Anyway, I am... I'm at the nursery to pick up the little boy. Um, so I'm going to call off here. I will look into those divisions. If anyone notices that they feel like those divisions aren't... The, um, the season isn't quite where they think it should be, let me know and I'll... Uh, I'll try and fix that this week before the Thursday night game. Have a great one and uh, catch you next week.